You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. This is the official synopsis of Nandor, Fodor, and the Talking Mongoose. When famed paranormal psychologist Dr. Nandor Fodor investigates a family's claim of a talking animal, he uncovers a mysterious web of hidden motives. Soon, everyone becomes a suspect in his relentless pursuit of the truth. That's misleading, because... (laughs) Just a little. That's not the tone... Or style of this movie. So let, let me try this. It's it's not a dramatically nefarious film, as that would, would suggest. Nandor Fodor, played by Simon Pegg, was a Hungarian-born British and American parapsychologist who was one of the leading authorities of poltergeists, hauntings, and paranormal phenomenon. He traveled the world debunking supernatural occurrences. And this movie takes us through one of his most famous trips, the case of the talking mongoose, the, the Dalby spook which really took place on the Isle of Man in 1930. A local family, the Irvings, claimed to have a spirit in the form of a talking mongoose named Jeff, voiced wonderfully by Neil Gaiman, by the way. And Nandor came to prove this ridiculousness as a hoax. And that's what this movie is about. It's much lighter than the dun, 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 everyone's a suspect. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, the trailer was like that, too. Yeah, that is very misleading. I'm TCD with the Screener Squad, and I'm joined by my fellow paranormal investigators, Lewayne. Hey, how's it going? Ryan. Hello. And Chad. I'm Jeff. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, Simon Pegg, the always lovely, I have a huge crush on her, Mini Driver. Yeah. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Neil Gaiman playing, uh, has a cameo appearance in this, which I won't spoil, uh, but he's also the voice of Jeff, including some other actors who are, are more on the British scene, so they're not like, you know. A-listers here. I signed up for this because Simon Pegg was on it. Uh, that's Same. all I needed to see. Well, him and as as suggested, Mini Driver. But I saw that and was like, I don't even need to know what this movie's about. I'm in. Yeah. That's all I needed to hear. Uh, how about you three? Um, I actually knew of the story of Jeff. Oh, And excellent. the first thing I'm going to say right now is that virtually all of this is fictional. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean like in a, I don't believe in a talking mongoose. I mean like when Fodor went there, he was there for like a week and never once interacted with Jeff. So, well, I mean, do you think he would admit it if he actually, all right, listen, I spoke to a mongoose. Well, I don't know, because again, like <laughs> Harry Price, the guy that in this, played by Christopher Lloyd, by the way. Oh, God, how, I'm so sorry. I forgot to name yeah. the, the wonderful Christopher Lloyd. Go ahead, Lloyd. But, but yeah, like Price, who in this movie basically sends Fodor to double check, Price was like, oh, this is a bunch of crap. <laughs> Like, there's nothing there, but yeah, go take take a look. Because really what this movie ends up being about is Fodor dealing with grief, mm-hmm. you know, and having to deal with the possibility or absence 
of an afterlife because of his relationship with his father and all that other stuff that does get a little heavy in the end, but is nothing compared to what they describe in the trailer as this sort of supernatural mystery. Mm-hmm. I like UTC. Simon Pegg mm-hmm. is in the credits. I'm going to watch it. Uh, I kept on thinking it was Nando Fodor and the Talking Goose. <laughs> so I was a little confused at first when the goose didn't have feathers, it had fur. And I, you know, double take. Oh, Mon. Mon Goose. Got it. Yeah, I uh, 100% just signed up because of Simon Pegg. I didn't even really watch the trailer at all. I kind of just skimmed through. I, I skimmed through the trailer a little bit, saw Simon Pegg was in it, and was like, right, I'll give this I'll give this a shot. Mm-hmm. And he's so good in this. Lowane mentioned it gets a little heavy in the end. That scene in the jail mm-hmm. near the third act, the climax of this movie, is fantastic. Simon Pegg is so good. Mm-hmm. He's so, it's so easy to write him off as just like, ah, the funny British guy, but... The, the guy has some real drama in him, mm-hmm. some real dramatic chops in him, and, and he, he proves it through here. Playing a wonderful Christoph Waltz, by the way. Yeah. So? yeah. I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, the exact same is, thing. is that what a Hungarian sounds like? That's... It was kind of throwing me a little bit of points, but yeah, I, I also really, really liked his performance in this, and it made me want to get to see him do some more like serious roles there's like hints of like past performances he's done and like there's little bits of silliness but it's it's more serious than anything i've personally seen him in but it it definitely plays to his style he's normally the straight man Mm -hmm. just being around a bunch of weirdo people on the island man with all it was very dry british humor too if you don't like british humor you might not like this but there's so Mm -hmm. many like little moments even when he's not there uh that happen you're like ha you know (laughs) <laughs> uh, great chemistry with Minnie Driver as well the two yes. of them mm-hmm. uh, it, they, they felt so comfortable on the screen if mm-hmm. you told me this was part of a series that these two have been mm-hmm. playing these characters and, and, and bantering back and forth with each other in multiple iterations I'd believe you because they just felt mm-hmm. so natural together mm-hmm. I, I think my, my major complaint with this was I, I, I just I, I guess I didn't feel like it leaned heavily into that because like I, I also really like sort of dry British humor too. But I, I feel like I kind of wish it would have leaned more into that because mm-hmm. the dramatic stuff I, I think works okay. And and I, I feel like with a lot of these movies, sometimes I fall into this camp, but I, I just, I guess I kind of wish it would have leaned more heavily in one direction or the other, because I, you know, there were, I had some, I had some chuckles throughout. Like there mm-hmm. were, there were some, there were, there were a couple like really, really good laugh out loud moments. I don't, I don't want to, um, I don't want to say that there, there, there weren't. But I guess it just it didn't really work overall as a comedy or a drama for me personally. But I, I think overall I, I love I just love the idea of this more than I love the execution of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think that's kinda of how I felt overall. Right. Yep. Yep. I definitely we're think all, we're all nodding. Well, yes. <laughs> I, I definitely think it's more of a comedy than a drama. Yeah. Like at least that's what it feels like. Because I feel like the drama's interjected very late and it it has to do with some alcohol, so no big surprise there. Yeah. <laughs> but I, th- I still think you could have had, like, funny moments in a setting like that while also going to that third act scene where all that stuff happens in the jail uh, while still kind of keeping some levity. Because I, I feel like the end fumbles after that because he just, like, goes home, accepts it, yeah, whatever, yeah. and I, I don't know. I, I kind of wanted a little bit more expansion because there was so much... That was brought up in that third act jail scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just feel like none of that's resolved and it's all left in the open. I'm like, 
All right, yeah. I, I was very excited after that jail scene because I was like, oh my god, this is like, it really felt like mm-hmm. it was it was building up to something. And I just, mm-hmm. yeah, I felt like after that, it just it sped to the end. I, I just, I, it, needed a little, yeah. it needed a little bit more. Like, I, I felt like, especially because the first act of this is so exposition heavy and mm-hmm. was a little slow for me. Um, once I got into it, once he actually gets to the, the island, um, I thought it really picked up and I was, I was more engaged, but I just felt like it took so long to get to that point that I, I guess I just feel like I could have, I could have used a little bit more and just, just a little bit more of Simon Pegg's character, like reckoning with what he really believes and sort of just, just, just more of these conversations. Cause it's clear at the end, they wanted this to kind of kind of stick with you and they wanted you to think about mm-hmm. whether uh jeff is real or not mm-hmm. and at the end I, I i don't know i i don't know if it if it gave me enough to leave me questioning it and i, I don't know if this is going to be a movie that I'm, I'm thinking about a lot in the future i've been having an ongoing conversation with some filmmaker friends recently in in discussing film commentary and reviews and one of the things we've started discussing more and more often is direction and what mm-hmm. makes good direction? It's easy to point to like very auteur stylistic directors. Right. And go, That's good direction. Tarantino, mm-hmm. Nolan, what have you. Right. This is an example of the, this is a very well made movie. The, this is not mm-hmm. a, it is. a bad movie. It is not. It is not, not even poorly directed. However, mm-hmm. given to a director with a little more vision, someone with with a touch more style there's there's more to be unlocked here. And I think it, we're sort of all touching on that in that mm-hmm. this movie is like missing some components. I don't think this is, say, an Edgar Wright movie. It's easy to associate Simon Pegg with Edgar sure. Wright. It's not. I, I don't think Edgar Wright would have the right voice for this. Mm-mm. I do think mm-hmm. perhaps someone like the Coen brothers taking mm-hmm. this story and injecting more of that drama in the dark comedy, even not changing the script that much, just presenting it with just that little little tweak on the lens uh would would enhance this because because the information is here we we aren't left guessing we are because because we're we're left guessing but the opening of the movie the first scene his interview where he sees the man in the corner takes place seven years after the events of this movie so the thesis of the film which is wrapped back up by the end when he's discussing with Christopher Lloyd everything he experienced is answered in that opening scene. But mm-hmm. I didn't remember that the opening scene took place in the future. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I didn't even realize that until. Yeah, now. I didn't either. either. Yeah. But now, if you think of what that opening scene presents in terms of Nandor's perspective on things, mm-hmm. the answer for the whole movie is there. But that is a misstep in direction. That's a misstep in presentation. Mm-hmm. And so that it, it makes this movie a little fuzzier and a little harder to grasp onto without someone going, let me hand you the answer. And so therefore, the, like my criticisms of this are, are that, that there's a lot of good here. And this is a very enjoyable movie. I, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. But it's those little things that would, would tighten it up and make it something that would leave me going, holy shit, you've got to see this movie. It, it, yeah. It's going to elicit mm-hmm. so much conversation and exploration. And, and Simon Pegg has this amazing character uh, study that he unfolds with his drama. It's so close. Mm-hmm. And then it's not there. And it would be fun. Like, uh, I mean, I've seen some people online mention this, like that just to see this pairing, uh, Simon Pegg and Mini Driver, kind of exploring like different like weird little mm-hmm. mysteries like i, I yeah. love i just i love the yes. characters i like there he, he really does a great job with this character i i just feel like i i think you just hit the nail on the head tc i i totally agree with you there i think it just needed a little bit 
It just it just needed a little bit more of, of something, mm-hmm. uh, like a, a little bit like maybe if the direction were a little bit stronger, mm-hmm. this would have stood out for me a little bit more. It's written and directed by the same guy, Adam Sigel. Sigel, <laughs> not his first time writing and directing. Looks like he's done a couple things. I can't rate them, but you know other people have, and they don't look that good. But <laughs> you know maybe I don't know. Not everybody can be a writer director, and I'm certainly not saying he can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I definitely do know a difference between like somebody that's, you you know, you got to pick your skill set, right? If you're a better writer, because I feel like all the the writing was there, but yeah, you guys said the direction was lacking. Maybe it's a issue of getting a Coen brothers or getting somebody that has the vision to drive this while the creative and the content can still be there. They clearly love the guy. If you watch the credits, there's a love letter to him at the end of this movie. (laughs) I didn't quite comprehend what I was watching in terms of all those names that were going by. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well, that was all... uh, whatever the website is where you can like yeah Yeah. but they pay like a monthly subscription fee that goes into making some of these uh or producing some of these movies yeah was it i know legion m is is Uh, that's that okay that that explains everything yeah that's Uh, why there's a million names at the end of in the credits but yeah (laughs) i i wouldn't object to seeing more of nandor and Anne bouncing around checking out other weird stuff but it's going to require a little tweaking before it's something that's enjoyable and you want to continue following all the way through. One of the things, because we talked about Minnie Driver and how much we all adore her, but the character herself is interesting because she does that thing where she isn't an average woman for the time period, but doesn't go out of her way to tell you, I am a liberated woman. (laughs) She just does stuff periodically that makes Mm -hmm. it clear that yeah, I work for him, but let's let's be clear about where the where some of this is, you know, and yeah, then the yeah. whole negotiation near the end, right? There's a subtlety to how she does the thing that a lot of people always say they wish more female characters were like. She gets to do, but she doesn't go out of her way to draw attention to it. Mm-hmm. She just goes off and does her own thing sometimes, or she, you know, whatever other stuff. Here, hold my stuff, I have to use the loo. What? Oh, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, why don't we wrap this into some final thoughts here? I, I, I feel like we're all on the same page, but I'm curious where, where we all eventually land on this. So, Luane, why don't you keep going? I I almost used the F word. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's better than that, but not a ton. And I think that it could have been with just a little tweaking somewhere or maybe a slightly different hand at the helm <clears throat> or a slightly different eye. There's just, it's almost there, but there's something it still needs to to make it something I want to keep following or, or want to tell other people about. It's not the performances. I think Peg is fine. Driver is great. Christopher Lloyd gets to do a few things every now and again at the beginning and the end to bookend stuff. So it's better than like right in the middle, but not a ton. So I would say three out of five alcoholic drinks that he's not going to have anymore. <laughs> Very good. Ryan. Yeah, I I think that this overall kind of missed the mark for me, but I do not think it's a bad movie in in any way. Like I think there's great performances throughout, some really memorable scenes. Just the just the premise in general and just learning cuz I wasn't aware of this story before, but like even just the premise in general just learning about that is just it's just really funny in and of itself. 
And for that reason alone, I I mean, I do think it's at the very least interesting and maybe worth checking out if you're a Simon Pegg fan. I mean, it is pretty short. I do wish it was a little bit longer. Um, it's always great to see Christopher Lloyd in anything. Love him to death. I, I mean, I kind of said this earlier, but I, I guess I would have just preferred if this were a little bit, leaned a little bit heavily, more heavily in one direction or the other and just had like a stronger, a little bit of a stronger voice and just kind of explore these ideas in a way that didn't feel a little bit like surface level, I guess. But um, okay, so I'm going to give it five out of 10 Jeff the Mongoose deniers. <laughs> He's real. He's <laughs> real. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Whatever you say. <sighs> All right, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed this movie overall. It's It's not bad. We've established that. To me, it's it's all about that third act and just tonally, it didn't. It was inconsistent, and and we get a really good scene followed by just like a, a little sweep up of everything that was kind of left over, just because next people got to come in and shoot another movie or whatever. So <laughs> I'm gonna give it. I'll give it six and a half out of ten parties. I was totally invited to. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm curious before I give my my last little thoughts here. Did you guys watch this alone or did you watch it with someone? Alone. I watched it alone as well. Yeah, yeah me too. Okay. I, I got to see this with a couple friends and that did change my experience just a little bit because sure. we were able to have an immediate conversation afterwards. That's how we unlocked the opening scene and we were able to discuss some of the elements in, in that jail sequence in the third act and whatnot. So I, I think I walked away liking this more than you guys, just a little bit. It's a wonderful little movie. It's not huge, earth-rattling blockbuster look at one of the most important moments in history. It, this isn't even one of the most important historical figures in history. But it's a small, strange, but true, I'm putting big quotes on that, yeah. tale <laughs> that, that left me wanting to know more about Nandor Fodor, because I'd never heard of this guy. And, and even just eliciting Harry Houdini's name at the beginning of this movie and, and sort of associating those two, I was like, I gotta look into this guy, and I highly recommend people looking in. I'd love mm-hmm. to have a conversation with you, Luane, sometime about what more you know of this guy because he's got a very interesting life. I I, I would love to see more of Simon Pegg playing him mm-hmm. with Minnie Driver playing Anne, and that wanting more is kind of how I feel about this movie in general. I just stylistically, I've already hit on this, the direction just a t- just a touch more stylistic focus in the storytelling. But I did end up having a very wonderful conversation about this movie as the credits were rolling and as we walked away from it. This is a blink-and-you'll-miss-it movie. I, I would be surprised if anyone <laughs> finds this because it's it's being buried. Like, it's it's impossible to find right now. But if you're a Simon Pegg fan, if you're a Mini Driver fan, I, I do recommend seeking it out. It's it's small, it's short, it's, it's pretty well made, and it's very well acted. I'm going to give this 8 out of 10 ladies undergarments. You, you guys you guys saw, the, you saw those undergarments too, right? <laughs> you saw them, right? <laughs> All right, so now I'm going to throw my voice to wrap this up. I'm going to ventriloquist myself into Chad to, to wrap up this review. Here we go. Watch how good I am at this. Hi, I'm TC, and this has been OneOfUs.net. You crazy cats have a cool weekend, summer breezes, and hot tan lines. Over and out, sailor. You're so good at that. Thank you. Thank you. That's oh, so impressive. It, oh, my gosh. My, it hurts my throat. I can only do it for very briefly. <laughs> so you're continuing the longstanding tradition of ventriloquism on the radio. 